Hello, welcome to episode 2 of the Self-Propelled Flower. In today's episode, I will be sharing with you the truth about law school. Why did I pick this for this episode? Um, Let's just say having my YouTube channel and being on Instagram and sharing that I am a lawyer, it is the most requested content, it is the most requested video and I know a bunch of you here are really here to know this. So I'm hoping I get it out of the way and share with you guys and help you navigate your journey. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to the Self-Propelled Flower. The Self-Propelled Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation and education for young women. Why did I create it? To be simple, I just want to be who I needed when I was a young woman. Who am I? I'm Tapiwa Simukwai, I'm a Christian, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, a lawyer and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us. So, what do you need to know about law school? Number one, the dream starts, well, at least for me, in school. That is high school, primary school. It kind of sets you up for what you want to be and where you want to go. Um, I genuinely believe the purpose of grade 1 to 12 is to help you understand what subjects or what topics am I interested in and how can I actualize those topics together with my skills to create a profitable career for myself. Um, for me, the revelation came in primary school. Why? Um, I remember being a kid and my dad would always wake me up um, even at like 5.30 or 6. Well, not wake me up, but I'll probably wake up just because I wanted, I wanted to catch him before he leaves. And during this time, we would watch the news. Trust me, we would shift from Al Jazeera to CNN to BBC and all we would do is watch the news. So I was very interested in um, current affairs. That's a start. By the time I got to grade five, I figured that I was very vocal. And I think my parents saw this in me as well. And they kind of set me up to be interested in things like debate, in things like, you know, just the clubs that would allow me to do public speaking in primary school. Um, funny enough, in primary school, I did a pageant and during that pageant, we had to choose like kind of appear as what you want to be when you grow up in terms of career. And I actually decided to show up as a lawyer and I had the wig on, I had the gown on. I even have pictures from that time, such a fun time. And during that time, um, my dad introduced me to the laws of Zambia. And I had to do this speech where I had to refer to the laws and cup whatever. It was so funny, but um, funny as it may be, it actually got me to win the pageant. And I became Miss Stone Gordon 2005, I believe. Um, so from then on, it was kind of concrete. I knew like, this is what I want to pursue. I love to speak. Um, more so, I love to advocate um, in terms of speaking on behalf of others. And I knew from grade five that I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, fast forward to high school, I went to Roma Girls Secondary School. And during that time, we had a proper debate club, um, proper in that we would compete on a national level and would have like international experts come and train us from debate mate, I believe. And yeah, we would participate in just debates. And so I joined that club. At first, I was very reluctant, but um, my friend kind of said, you know what, you'd actually be good at this, join it. So I joined that club and 
turns out our group um was actually one of the best uh, we ended up winning many competitions and from then on i knew like i love to speak um i love to advocate to top it off i was excellent at history in high school and no interest in sciences so history plus literature i was really good so i knew i'll be like if i pursued this i love to read it will probably turn well i love to speak i love to read isn't that what lawyers do uh fast forward to university um i got into law school and um i actually did a bachelor of laws in commercial law um an UNSA program together with the Zika's University. So um, I went and did that and I found that I was excellent at this stuff. Like I actually enjoyed it. I loved the philosophy in first year, um, move on to um, second year. I loved criminal law, constitutional law, all of that stuff. I kind of just loved what law school was about. And I think the more I understood what it was, the more I fell in love with it um, in terms of um, figuring out to say, okay, do I actually, I'm here, I'm in law school, fine, but do I actually want to do this? When I got to case reading, oh my gosh, I was so sure like what I'm doing is correct because when I read these judgments, the way these lawyers speak, the way they write, I know that's what I want to do. Um, things kind of started changing towards the end of university. Um, I think maybe third year, I had a lecturer um, who came and taught us tax law. and. I thought more than anything, I'd probably lean towards criminal or constitutional law. But when I had tax law, it changed everything um, that I knew. The man really spoke so well about the field that he was in. And also he kind of highlighted how there was not many people in the tax or in the legal fraternity and specializing in taxation. So it kind of opened up my mind saying, hmm, there's actually a gap and I could fill in that gap and actually become good at this. So I said, if I'm going to be good at this course, then I'll know like, okay, this is what I want to do because I'm already good at other courses. And I thought, okay, these are my strong suits. So when it came to tax, I was scared because numbers, you know, lawyers and numbers, well, not all lawyers. I was good at math in high school, but anyway, well, in university, I never really had match mathematics so at this point i was telling myself okay let's see how the calculations are gonna go um to my surprise we all failed that course <laughs> um by failed i mean there was no one that got an a plus well not that i know of unless someone hid the results from me but in one test um i actually did really well and my mark believe me or not was 67 percent be that as it may i knew i wanted to do taxation because you know, it was just different. It wasn't really, um, it, it had a different component to it, which was the calculations. Um, whilst all the other courses were really about, you know, like reading, um, you know, like provisions in the law, you know, like case law. And that's how you kind of figured out your way around that. Um, so when I got to tax, I knew to top it off the next semester, I had investment law. Oh my gosh, I fell in love. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, it kind of introduced me to international law because I think we did that towards the end. So I wasn't very familiar with it. But um, yeah, it introduced me to international law. It introduced me to how I can be a player um, on a bigger scale in terms of countries, in terms of um, large businesses, companies. So I knew like, okay, I'm leaning towards this tax investment stuff. So whilst I was in fourth year, um, 
Zika's actually introduced a master of laws in taxation and investment. When I saw that, I was like, I'm sure this course was created for me. What are the odds that um, there's such a course specifically designed to match the courses that I'm very interested in? So even as I was leaving and graduating, um, I think I graduated um, class of 2019 at UNSA. When I finished, I knew I was going to go back and do taxation. And um, as you can see, um, what's consistent in my story is the fact that from primary school to high school, um, I was figuring things out. Um, I know there's a lot of pressure with young people to kind of um, want to know everything at a specific time. So many of you who message me say, uh, I want to get into law school. I want to be this. And you're like in first year, but you're trying to figure out what specialization you will get into. And I just feel like have no pressure because it will come to you. Um, apply yourself to all the courses that you have and give yourself wholeheartedly to what you're doing. You will figure it out because when you go into contract law class, you will understand to say, mm, am I interested in this type of stuff? Because there's people that literally specialize in just drafting contracts. There's people who specialize in just doing criminal law. There's also people who just do everything. So um, to answer your question about what type of a lawyer you should be, just remember that you will figure it out. Um, most of you are like in first year or second year and you're panicking about what you want to do at master's level. Um, my advice to you is relax. It will come to you the same way it came to me in primary school, the same way it came to me in high school and even in university as I was graduating. Um, it came to me. And the truth is for some people, it doesn't come. Um, some people, it only comes after they're done with university. Then they figure out, you know what? Maybe this law school thing is not even for me and decide to do a whole U-turn and get into something completely different like business or something like that. Because I have colleagues who have done a law degree and have completely done a 360, done an MBA and, you know, gone into the business world. But um, I think what stands um, true throughout all of this is that um, a lot of people who do law feel like they are bound to be litigators. Um, they are bound to go to court, even though I'm preempting what I want to talk about later. But all I want you to know is that whatever degree you get into, and not just for my lawyer friends, um, for everyone, if you're doing economics, you know, um, if you're doing biomedical science, whatever it is you're doing, your degree does not define what you should be at the end of the day. You could do a medical degree and get into business. We have seen many people do that. You could do a law degree and get into something completely different. You're not bound to be a lawyer just because you do a law degree. If you would like to do it, great. It's a great start. It's a basic um, qualification for any basic job. So you're not bound to be a litigator or go to court just because you do law. Um, I know so many people who do it just because they want to know what it's about. At master's level, they proceed to do something else and go about their life that way. So don't panic about figuring out what type of a lawyer you will be. So we're done with university. I completed um, lucky for me or not lucky for me, I don't know. I figured out I wanted to do um, taxation and investment. Um, when you're done with law school in Zambia, the next step, if you want to get into the legal fraternity proper, that is you want to be a litigator. And to be truthful, if you want to get paid anything respectable, you have to take the Zambian bar. Um, so at that stage, you go to the Zambia Institute for Advanced Legal Education, Ziali, and you take um, the learner 
um, the legal practitioner's qualifying exam. And when you take that exam, the moment you pass, you're given your practicing license. Before I fast forward to practicing, let's talk about Ziali. Um, what is it and how do you get through it? This is another question that many of you have asked. I have a video up on my YouTube channel, which is a, it's a more specified guide on how to, it's more detailed actually. It's a more detailed guide on how to go about it. But this is what I will share with you. Remember, I attended Ziali in the 2018-2019 session, so my facts may not be exact, and I'm giving you how I went about it. So, before going to Ziali, um, I actually hadn't gotten my degree because of cholera, that was 2018. So, the University of Zambia had postponed our graduation to 2019. So, all I had was a transcript, and I went and applied and was praying that yes, I don't have a degree, but I have a full transcript. Please accept me. Uh, they accepted me. I got into Ziali and I realized you have to do 11 courses. And the thing is, there's other requirements that you need to fulfill while you're still there. So from Monday to Friday, you get expected to attend a job, intern, I don't know, whatever it is, be part of a legal department somewhere between um, morning and 12, 30 or 13 hours, depending on your principal. So the purpose of this is so that um, you're getting both practical experience as well as theoretical experience. The idea is that whatever you learn at Ziali, you take into your job and practice it so that when you're done with it, it's easy for you to understand. And honestly, I'm so grateful for this. I think it makes Ziali easier. But the thing is, there's pressure from your job. Remember, when you go to work from morning to lunch, your boss has expectations of what it should be and what you should deliver. So you have deliverables at work. And then when you get to lunchtime, between 14 and 17 hours, you're expected to attend class at Ziali every day. I hear now it's online, but at my time, we were going physically. So you would physically go to that hall and... um attend class from 14 to 17. So remember from morning to lunch you're at work from 14 to 17, you're attending class. This is every day from Monday to Friday. And during those five days, you have to cater to 11 courses in that three hours, that 14 to 17. So sometimes you have two classes, sometimes you have three classes, just depending on what's happening. But the idea is that all the 11 courses should fit. And I think this is the biggest challenge for many people who go in blind. Um, how bulky it is. You have 11 courses. To top it off, you have work in the morning. And at work, you actually need to learn because you need to have a diary in which you show um, the lessons that you've learned in the day. Your principal has to sign. You have to take it to Ziali. They'll stump as well. So that's also part of you being able to pass the bar is the fact that you need a diary, you need a job, and you need to attend Ziali. All of this is happening at the same time. And you need to be excellent everywhere. So that's a lot of pressure, but it shouldn't scare you because it is possible. There's people who've gone there, they've passed that first attempt. They're not aliens. You know, it's very possible. There's also people who've gone there and they're not um, able to pass that first attempt. Like me, you pass that second attempt, you pass that third attempt, or, you know, many other attempts after that. For me, the biggest thing is, are you going to pursue what you have set out to be, what you know you should be doing? If you have, failing a course shouldn't hold you back. Um, just remember, it's possible to transform just like I did. You too can be a self-propelled flower. 
you can go through the different changes, the different transformations that a butterfly goes through and eventually fly your wings on cold day. So don't let it hold you back. Don't be afraid of it. You can do it. I am rooting for you. Just keep pushing. I always say this to all of you. Just keep pushing. You can do it. Um, when you're done with Yali, you know, you go for cold day and you wear the wig and the gown and all of that fancy stuff you guys see. And then at that point, you're an advocate, meaning you can practice in the courts of law in Zambia, specifically the subordinate court and the high court. Um, and then after three years, you become, uh, you're able to practice in the superior courts of Zambia. So yes, you're done with the bar. At this point, you're an advocate. It's up to you what you want to do. Um, do you want to go into private practice, which mainly has litigation, meaning you go to court, you argue cases on behalf of people and, you know, present your submissions, judgments are given and you represent various clients. There's also another side of private practice, which I'm not very familiar with, but I have friends who are in private practice, but don't litigate. So they do other stuff, <laughs> corporate stuff. Um, yes. And then there's a third route, which is a route I took, or actually not even the third. There's many, many more things you could become. But there's a third route that I took where you become in-house counsel. That means you work for an institution or a company and you handle cases for that specific institution. What this does is it limits your scope um, in terms of topics you can look at, but also in terms of companies or people you can represent. So in this case, you're stuck to representing a specific company that you're in. Um, so for me, I work for ABCD company. So all the work I do is for ABCD company. Um, but now I know we're able to do pro bono cases with the Law Association of Zambia program, but also just um, um, private cases. So yes, um, that's another route. I know of another route that um, my mother has taken. She is a prosecutor and that's also available. So you could go through your degree, you go through the bar and you can become a prosecutor with the National Prosecutions Authority um, or with consent of the DPP elsewhere. And what you will do is you prosecute cases, meaning you represent um, the nation in cases and you will be for the people versus whoever it is um, or vice versa. So that's also an option. I'm telling you all of this just so that I remind you that you're not limited to what type of a lawyer you can be. Also, just to remind you that we all can't be the same type of lawyer. There is need for people like me who work for companies. There's also need for people like you who would want to be prosecutors. There's need for people in law firms who litigate on behalf of different clients. There's need for every type of a lawyer. And also there's need for people who just are knowledgeable about law and this i'm speaking to people who just want to do the degree and get into something else so the options are available you are not limited you can keep going um as long as you're sure about what you want to do um just be excellent at it and you will succeed um at the end of the day if you want to make money the money is everywhere <laughs> Um, a lot of you ask me, if I do my degree and I go to Ziali, how much will I get if I work for ABCD company? The truth is, I don't have answers to that. I have no idea what you're going to get when you're anywhere unless you're in my job. You know, so um, I can't speak to any of that. All I can tell you is that doing law and being a lawyer is very rewarding. Why is it rewarding? If it's something that you've always wanted to do, or even if it's something you've discovered just now that you want to do, 
it makes you a very learned person. Um, learned in that you're just not ignorant about what the laws of the country say. Um, I know some people who've done law just to be aware of, actually, what does the law in Zambia say? What is it about? And also, um, there's people that have done law to litigate and to be in court and stand and represent other people. So it depends on what you want to use your law degree for. Um, but at the end of the day, I can assure you it is very rewarding as long as you apply yourself. Also, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. I have a lot of people asking this, and I know a lot of people get into law thinking they can become a lawyer and tomorrow, you know, they'll blow up. No, that's not how it works. You need to put in the time, you need to put in the effort, you need to put in the hard work and to top it off the hours. The hours are crazy. But at the end of the day, you will get your reward. However, it is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Don't do law because you want to become a billionaire in two years. No. Do it because you're actually invested in it and you actually feel that there's a purpose that you can fulfill in the legal fraternity. Many people that get into it just to um, get rich quick, more often than not, we see them get disbarred. That speaks to now the Law Association of Zambia governing lawyers in Zambia. So yes, we're part of an association, the Law Association of Zambia. That is the only way you can practice. So um, we subscribe annually and they handle all the disciplinary issues um, concerning lawyers in Zambia. So don't get rich quick just so that you scam people and don't do law just so that you get rich quick and scam people out of their money. Because trust me, it is costly. Just as um, It's very difficult to become a lawyer, but it is very easy to lose your license. Very, very easy. One of the fundamental lessons that they teach you as yearly in the ethics course it's very difficult to get to become a lawyer. Well, not even very difficult. It's, you know, it's okay. It takes more time to become a lawyer than it can take you to lose your license. So if you're in it or if you're asking me questions about money, if you're asking me questions about, you know, how can you get more money? Um, is law profitable? It is profitable, but don't come in trying to get rich quick. It won't work for you. Um, so the last component I want to talk about is interning. Um, I always, I mentioned this in one of my videos and I want to bring it up again. I speak of interning when you're in university. That means when you attend university, if you're doing terms or semesters, you go for six months and then you're off for a month or two. When you're off during that time, I always encourage everyone to intern. That means try and find a legal department or a firm where you can offer your services. Some firms do pay, most don't. <laughs> and um, it's part of the journey. But I encourage this because it is very easy to find a job if you place yourself um, strategically in a firm every time you're on holiday. So every month that you have off, when you place yourself strategically in a firm, you will find that it is very easy when you're done with your degree to be accepted into that firm because one, you would have proved yourself, your hard work will speak for it, your work will speak for it, your time management will speak for itself. You don't have to do much. So when you get to the end of the degree and you say, may you kindly take me on as I take the bar exam, more times than not, they will accept you. I have friends who interned, um, even from first year, some of them, when we got to the end of fourth year and we were now trying to figure out, oh my gosh, where are we going to go? What law firms is going to accept us? What law firms exist? 
um, that opportunity will be available for you. It's a smart way to go about it. I have found it has worked for many of my friends and it also did work for me. Another avenue is um, for me when I was in university, um, one of my lecturers actually put a prize on his course. He said, whoever gets the highest in my course, I will take you on as an intern in my firm. Believe me, we were grinding. And lucky enough, he actually took, I think, the top three of us. And we all went and worked in his firm. And even after I finished my degree, he was kind enough to take me on. And I continued working in that firm at least until, um, yeah, every, a considerable time. I continued working there. So it's very difficult for you to just get out of law school with a degree. You've never done anything. Then you try finding a job. I know it is very difficult because I have been there. But if you intern from first year, you offer your services. And remember, the goal is not money. The goal at this point is for you to get the experience. And you need to put in the work. So you offer your services from first year to fourth year and pray <laughs> that they take you on. And even if they don't, trust me, it puts you at a greater advantage than those people who have never worked a day in their life. And because when you get to the end of it, you know what a statement of claim is. You know how to draft it. You know how to file it. You know what comes immediately after that. And that is exactly what ZLE is about, the practical aspects of legal practice in Zambia. So um, I think that's most most of um, the information that I can offer you on how to go about law school in Zambia. So remember, have your why. Why are you doing this? Why are you even in it? Have your goal. Do you want to become a litigator? Do you want to become in-house counsel? Do you want to become a prosecutor? Um, know where you're coming from, but also know where you're going. And how can you achieve that? When I completed um, the bar exam, before I even got my results, I immediately started my master's. Remember, I told you that I knew I would go back and do the taxation and investment. That's exactly what I did. I went back. I did the taxation and investment whilst I was waiting to get called to the bar. And only a year after I was admitted to the bar, I got my master's and the rest is history. I moved on in my life and proceeded to do other things. But I knew where I was going. I knew what I wanted to become. And lucky enough, I'm in a job that directly aligns with what I am doing, with what I studied, um, with what I always thought I would be, what I figured out in law school, the passions that I had from high school. And all of that has summed up into who you see today. Um, that's how I became who I am. I knew where I came from, but also I knew where I was going. And I still know where I'm going even today. I continue to redefine my goals and redefine um, my plans according to where I know God wants me to go. And that's how I am going about things. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope I have answered all your questions. Um, just remember, whatever information I have given you in this podcast is only for educational purposes. Um, it is not um, a God swearing how to go about it, A, B, C, D. Take the advice, do with it as you will. Um, but I'm not dictating to you what you should do with your life. I'm just giving you um, a story of how I went about getting to where I am today. So thank you guys for joining me in today's podcast. I will see you in the next podcast. The Self-Propelled Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation, and education for young women. I'm Tapiwa Simukwai. I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mother, a lawyer, and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us.